eBay Motors es tu socio seguro. Con trabajo, piezas nuevas y mucha pasión, transformaste una carrocería oxidada con 100,000 millas en un vehículo totalmente singular. Juegos de frenos, faros, lo que necesites, eBay Motors lo tiene. Con Guaranteed Fit de eBay, te aseguras que la pieza le quede a tu carro a la primera o se te devuelve tu dinero. Y a estos precios, ¿qué más llantas sino dinero? Mantén vivo ese espíritu de Ride or Die, baby, en eBay Motors. eBayMotors.com Solo para artículos elegibles. Se aplican Tienes mucho en tus manos, pero con solo mover un dedo puedes dar marcha atrás con Pro Trailer Backup Assist disponible. Presentamos la nueva Ford F-150 2024. Ya sea que estés trabajando al máximo o divirtiéndote al máximo, esta camioneta te respalda porque está hecha para ser una parte indispensable de tu equipo. Fuerza así de inteligente solo puede ser F-150. Construida con orgullo Ford. Fuerza Ford. Aloha mamá, sorry por responder hasta ahora Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk Hawái es increíble, luego te cuento más Te quiero Be all you can be, visitando goarmy.com diagonal español Some experts may argue that your home and how organized it is Has a direct relationship with how organized your whole life is As moms, we can easily fall, quite literally, into a pile of accumulated mess and laundry, and we could easily be overwhelmed with organizing things. But how important is it to prioritize this task for the sake of our mental health? Today, we get useful and easy tips from expert Cindy Husenman, better known as Cindyology on Instagram, and how we could clean, categorize, and contain our homes so we can live a more productive and less chaotic life. We read the books, we bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Hi. Apologies in advance for my stuffy sounds. I think, here's my theory, okay? So I had a really like tough, like up and down emotional day yesterday. And I think that my immune system was like, I'm going to take a break. And then I, and I woke up sick. So yay. Yay, motherhood. No, but that makes sense. When you are overwhelmed or stressed, your immune system, it's a direct reflection yeah it, so. I because I never get sick but I think it's because I keep most of my emotions at bay um, but yesterday I was like mad and sad and I was all these things and so here we are so welcome to Motherish we have an episode that I think is going to be <clears throat> very useful yes for either anyone who's looking to just get started because I think the hardest part when it comes to reorganizing and just walking into a room that you feel that everything's where supposed to be and it's just like for me this is big for it's, you it's huge for know, me and it makes me happy it fills my soul <clears throat> it is my love language <laughs> and I'm here for it um, you, we know I'm a huge advocate of actually hiring experts because yeah. I've tried it on my own. Some people have the gift of applying it and doing it on their own and other people need help. I did a little bit of both. I do, and I'll, I'll share more of this in the conversation, but I am excited and I think anyone listening is a sign. This is a sign that if you're looking at something that does not make you happy, that stresses you out, 
Today's the day. Today's the day. That can be organized. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually, my so my feelings toward this category is that I felt like it was so overrated and I was like, eh, whatever. And then Cindy actually came to my house. Like, I think it was almost two years ago. I don't know. And I was like, wow. And she would be proud to see that to this day, with a few tweaks here and there, I have kept all of the work that she's done. And it does make a huge difference in my life every day because there's just like instant gratification when you open your like, for example, she helped organize a closet that is like Victoria's stuff, like art things and craft things and outdoor things and whatever. The way that like whenever Victoria's like, I'm bored and I open that and I'm like, I know exactly where everything is. It's like, it makes my life more efficient. Um, but anyway, we'll jump into our motherish moments first. Do you have a motherish moment? Because I have one. <laughs> I do have a motherish moment. So for this, this week we had a school activity and uh, one of the moms asked me to volunteer with her and kind of help her because she was the one organizing it. It was a Chinese Lunar New Year and um, she's from Singapore and she, it was really important for her. So she asked me to join her and we organized this great adventure. And it's just so cute how happy these children get when they see their mom. And I know it's like, oh, it's obvious. But it always surprises me how such a simple thing as just showing up in school when they're not expecting you at a different hour is like the joy and the pride and... He was just so cute. So I walked in. I hadn't told him that I was going that day to his school. And he's like, Mama. And like, even like his tone is different. I'm like, who's this child? <laughs> and it just felt me to see like, even at that young age, they have a little bit of like <clears throat> a different, uh, not a character, but a persona. Yeah, like a different persona when they're like around their, their friends. And, you know, he's, he's still not even four. He's three and a half. But it, it's just cute to see him interact. And before that, I was watching him like a stalker in the playground. You know, it was cute. But the lesson, the thing, what I learned is that even though I spent, I think I, went, I was there for like an hour and a half, almost two hours. It's never enough. Then he was like, okay, can you take me home? So I took him home early. I took him home early from school. Then I bring him to school. I'm like, okay, I have to go to work. No, don't go to work. I'm like, I just spent the entire morning with you no. at your school. I took you out. I took him to get a snack together. It was like a home date. And I'm getting major mom guilt because now he's so verbal and he's so expressive and the things he says. So then I call him from work later on and this is what killed me. He was like, I never get to see you. Ooh. I never get to see you. I just Ooh. spend the whole morning with you. Like this is like emotional manipulation, but it's working. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm dealing with that in terms of like, I want to spend a lot of time with him. And I always feel like, okay, maybe this will make up for me not being there at a certain time or when I'm at work. But I realized that they're, they're needy and it's never going to be enough. Yeah. yeah. That was my I hear that. Moment. I hear that. My mother's moment is, so I did my first like solo flight with Victoria. We went to Peru. My parents were already so there. I saw that trip. Um, yeah, my parents were already there. So I, and Juan couldn't come because he lost his passport. So Victoria and I flew by ourselves. And, you know, for the most part, that whole trip which was like five days or so I was 100% on Victoria slash mom mode the whole time and that trip involved 
beach, ocean, like activities that are borderline dangerous where you still have to be on top of like a four-year-old because they can't just like, you know, go, I'll, I'll be here when you come back. Like, no, you have to like be there with them. And, you know, I was worried about the sun because, you know, Peru is closer to the equator, which means you're closer to the sun, which means like 100% you'll get sunburn. Point being, it was so exhausting right like it looked like such a beautiful trip and everyone's like oh my god you probably relaxed and i was like, like every what time i travel no. with ford yeah i'm why like i travel solo <laughs> well no well <laughs> okay well let me get to this part though where it all comes full circle so i was like really tired we're at the airport also we had taken the freaking schedule of the flight that leaves at 11 30 at night lands at 4 30 or 5 in the morning and so it's like also physically exhausting so <clears throat> we're at the airport on our way back just the two of us were sitting down and it's like 10 o'clock at night and we're still waiting to board and she's like i'm just so tired mommy can i sit with you and i go yeah sure sit with me and this girl looks at me she grabs my face and dead serious she goes i love you so much mommy and i was like uh, and she goes i just really love you and i swear i was like Damn, man, it made it all like I was so tired and I was so sunburned because who the hell was going to put sunblock on my back? Nobody. And it was just so physically and mentally and everything exhausting. And like, I don't know, it felt like she really like it wasn't like a I love you, mommy. No, it was like, mommy, I really love you. And I was like, well, I really love you. And then she goes, mommy, I feel like my my eyes are, are making tears and I was like okay okay kill me like what what are you trying to do to me and it was just so sweet and it just so it was such a real moment of connection and the whole connection was like it was at least like five minutes of us just being in that moment it was almost like all the noise from the airport was like silent and it just it was so nice man and like this is where i'm like this is why i keep saying like her turning five like i feel like i'm coming out of the woods i feel like like finally like we're getting to this nice temporary stage until she becomes a teenager <laughs> where preteen rather where we're really just like there's a real nice bond and it's so great and so it makes all of this time that you spend that feels long and feels like you know whatever it makes it all worth it because you're like this is the point like the point is to build a strong relationship with this girl so that throughout her life you can just be there for them and support them in whatever way they need you that was my mother's I love moment that. i love that and you i think you're 100 right i think i spent a lot of time a, a lot of alone time with ford and i think that bond and that endearing love and the way that he and they look at you is it's a, because it's a reflection of all the time and sacrifice invested in that intimate yeah sharing mm -hmm. moments you know so cindy enlighten us with your mother's <laughs> moment as you are i'm listening to you guys and it's so funny because it took me back it the funny thing is that i'm like processing your stories and it's like squishing my heart because again it takes me back to probably even last week not even when they were kids you know my kids are older clearly but school with Ford and your trip with your daughter it's like all going around in my brain it's like oh I, I remember that <laughs> but it's funny because so much changes but nothing changes like nothing they still need you they still want you by their side they still stop in the tracks and go you know I love you I mean, it's less percentage of I love you and more of like, you're so mean. Why do you have to cry? 
feet. And you know that, but that connection that you guys are making now, it all pays off because I was there. And even, you know, those Madrish moments are every single minute of every single day. My daughter, it's the same thing. I mean, they're independent. She drives, she goes to school. She's 17 years old. She's still in school. She's still in high school. And it's funny because she calls me from school and she just tells me a story. And I forget that, you know, she's still a child in there and she still needs, she still needs me. And she doesn't need me, you know, to do things for her. She just needs me to be there for her. So she called me this moment this week and, and she tells me, she's trying to tell me a story about a teacher that she did this. And you know, there, there's always like drama stories, <laughs> but she was telling me the, the story and I'm like, in my brain, I'm like, okay, go on, go on. I, I want to hear the end of the story. The story that could have been a five minute or maybe even a three minute story took like 35 minutes to tell. But I realized it's not the actual story. She just wanted to speak to me. She just wanted my input. She just wanted me to listen, listen. And I have nothing to respond to her. I'm like, oh, wow, wow. She just wanted to know that mom was there for her. Mom wanted to listen to her, wanted an input. Whatever I said meant nothing because the story was already there. And whatever happened had just happened. It's a teacher. We all have the stories of the teacher. You know, it was nothing really bad or nothing really dramatic. But I think she extended it because she wanted me to be there. And she knew that it was in the middle of the day and I was working and I didn't have time for it, but she just extended it. And then when she ended the story, I go, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Like, <laughs> I should I go to school and punch the teacher? No. <laughs> but at the end of the story, she's like, can you sign me out? I want to see you. And I had that moment of holy macaroni. She's going to leave for college and that's the end of an era. And that's going to be like a terrible pool. She just needs me like a little girl. She just needs me to be there. She just needs me to just go sit there and have an ice cream with her and just listen to her talk. She doesn't need me to talk. She just needs to talk and talk and talk. That's mostly girls because my boys never did that. But it's funny because all that that you do throughout the years, they, they just need you to be there. It's funny, funny you say thing about the you time because go. we're going to do a whole episode on, on these birthday parties because every year I have this debate where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do a party. And then someone put it in perspective, like what you said, Cindy, and they were like, he's only going to be this little for so long and then he's not going to want any party and he's not going to want to even spend it with you and he's going to want to go to the movies with his friends and then that's it. There's your party window. And I was like, because he's actually asking me for one. Oh, yeah. And he wants very specific, like Pop Miley Paw Patrol and a bouncy house. And again, once you put it in the perspective of like this small window of like when you could do these things or when they ask for certain things, like her asking you to check out of school, like, you know, it's... It's just checking in on you. It's them checking in on you because I can vividly remember I'm the fourth daughter of, you know, my oldest sister is like 14 years older than me. So I was basically, I raised myself. I don't remember maybe one birthday party. I remember the longing, not bad. I mean, I didn't have a bad childhood. It was just, you know, the little ones usually get less. So I barely got birthday parties. I celebrated other birthday parties and other things in life. But remembering that I made an effort for each one of my kids to have a core memory of their birthday party because they do remember 
and they head back and they go back and they're like, do you remember my birthday when you had like the magician and he pulled out a rabbit? And I go, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm doing yeah. it. Like, that's it. You know, that's, that's Cindy. <laughs> Cindy has a really, I convince you. she has a super cool tradition that she goes to Disney for New Year's Eve with her kids and her and her family every year. That's that like, how many years in a row? How many years in a row have you been doing? I think it's been, and it's funny because that's another memory of one of my, did I tell you this, Karen? Of my oldest son, that one year he decided that he's already an adult. He was like 15 years old, that he's already an adult. And he was not old enough. Like he was old enough to stay and not go to Disney with their parents. And he's like, I'm not going this year. He broke my heart. And I told my husband, this is it. We're done with the traditions. We're no longer going to New Year's, uh, to uh, Disney for New Year's. And he's like, I'm staying. And it's like, oh my God, that's it. It's done. So we left him. We're on I-95 and he calls us. He's like, I changed my mind. I want to go. Oh. <laughs> it's like a movie scene. We're going back. We're going back. Listen, he turns 23 and he's still like checking in on us. He's like, are we going to Disney this New Year's, right? We still go. Now his girlfriend comes. We still have the time of our life and it's the tradition. And I think it's been consecutively, I think it's been like 12 years, but there's a few years, you know, I want to say it's like 15, 16 years that we've done the new years. Okay, so why don't we introduce Cindy, better known as at Cindyology. So Cindy, she's not a magician, but she could be. And you could tell us a little bit more in detail as to like all the tasks that you do, but she's an expert organizer and she has this concept of like clean, categorize and contain. <laughs> um, she's written a book. She's done a lot of celebrity homes. But what lesson have you learned when it comes to the main reason why people allow themselves to get to that point, right? Is it a reflection of where they are mentally, emotionally? Is it just a matter of time, resources? Like based on all the years that you work with different homes, why do people get to that point where they need someone to come and guide them in the organization or reorganization of their home? So it's not that they need, and I don't think there comes a point where they say, oh, now it's time that I need. I think to get there, it's also... You mentioned mental. It is mentally intimidating, I think, sometimes to get started. To get there, there's no issues. Like, uh, people confuse the disorganized with cleanliness. And it has nothing to do. One thing has nothing to do with the other. You can be disorganized, but you can be impeccable. You can have a disorganized office, but you could be very successful, too. So, you know, people confuse like, oh, she must be dirty because she's disorganized. And that's not true. Disorganization, it's a mind thing. And some of us are, you know, type A, crazy, organized, super control freaks and everything. And then we could be successful, but the person that's disorganized could be organized in their mind too. So, you know, people tend to confuse that. To get to being disorganized is mostly either sometimes excuses are I'm very busy or, you know, I have a full-time job or I have a lot of kids and I don't have time to organize or it's just simply, I like buying things, but I don't know what to do with that. So it's a little bit of everything. Some people tend to buy a lot of things and it's, you know, it's at the end of the day, it's having a lot of things, what makes things disorganized. So it's, you, you buy because you can buy and, and you love it, but you don't know what to do with it. Cindy, correct me if I'm wrong, people have a really hard time and this happens with my mom and actually a dear friend of mine, my friend Dunia, who were helping her like kind of clean up. She moved into a new home. She had a really hard time and I had never seen this letting go 
of random things. Oh yeah, like to the point of tears. Yeah. Point of tears. Yes, it has, goes to the emotional part because people buy things to fulfill. I'm not saying that you go and buy your new purse because you need to fulfill and an no, but these were like random, like a cup, like a souvenir cup from like 15 years ago. But that reminded her of like a cousin that was in that trip. And I'm like, okay, but you have 25 of these cups. Like, can we? You're definitely emotionally attached to every item in your home. People tend to have, you know, 80,000 items in a home. It sounds like a lot, but it's not. And you have an attachment to every single item. I don't, you know, it can get up to hoarders, you know, who are emotionally attached to receipts. I had a client who she was attached to actual receipts. She had come from Russia. They lost everything in Russia. They came with nothing. So, you know, they ended up making a very good life here and she would buy a lot of things and she would keep receipts because that kept her connected to the item for that she bought for her daughter and she wouldn't let go because she felt that because she lost everything when she was young that everything meant something so you connect to your items emotionally and it's very very hard to let go so you're saying you're a therapist no because <laughs> it's important to understand emotionally what they're attached to their family history yeah. why yeah, yeah, you know yeah. material things some matter things why certain things matter yeah some things sorry i interrupted you some things are emotionally attached because a grandma gave it to you or, you know, it's a family heirloom or, 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 or a keepsake. But like I said, you're attached because it's making up for something that you have missed somewhere, somehow. That's what I try teaching people. I don't take people to the level of words because that needs a therapist. And it's really a therapist. It's not, it has nothing to do with us professional organizers. I take up to a level when I can handle and I can adapt to my client and my client can adapt to me and, you know, get into a, okay, we're going to get rid of things. Some people feel that if you remove things from their life, they're going to be thrown away and part of their life is going to be thrown away. Or some people think that, you know, because you're getting rid of things, you're getting rid of their level of, it's a tricky thing because it's like they feel genuine, they feel fulfilled because they have items and they don't know how to disconnect from the item and maybe connect to moments rather than material things. That's where you make the cut. You know, you, you speak to them and you tell them why you need to keep this. It brings you a memory, but it doesn't matter because it's not that you see it every day. So you make like deals with them and getting rid of things gradually. And they learn, like most of my clients do learn and then they follow that pattern. And then you say, you know, you find, you pick between those things. Is this emotionally connected to me for some reason? And if it's not, just get rid of it and then find a home. If it doesn't have a home in your home, then there's no need to have it because it really does nothing. Like if it's a picture, like with kids, for example, and I think this, this could help a lot. Moms, and I find this in their house all the time, they save everything. Like the kid did like a like a real scribble I in a paper. Oh, I just got guilted into like, why? My mom is like, pero no vas a guardar nada. I'm like, this is like the fifth you know, 500th heart I get with his name or the, you know, the 25th hand print of his hand. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I need to start selecting and finding a creative way of keeping, because I do want to keep some memories, but 
you know, it's hard to I have. I have only one that I put up on a on a board. The rest I throw away behind her back because if not, she gets very offended. A couple times she's seen them in the garbage. She goes, oh, Mama. And I'm like, oh, who put that there? Oh, my God. But there's one where she drew a flower. And then the teacher wrote in quotations what Victoria interpreted the f- drawing to be. A flower that stinks. <laughs> and I think it was so funny. So I have it up on the wall. But the rest of it, I'm like... Trash, trash. I mean, I, I'm laughing like inside listening to Cindy because when she came to my house, she was like, okay, what about this? I was like, get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it. And like, I'm like, that's it. And, and you would see Juan like, but, but, but wait, because Juan is very much like, but, but this, this is vintage. This, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, literally everything is vintage, Juan. Who cares? Like, no, he has like band shirts from around the world, the CDs of one of the albums that he did when he was and I'm like we don't need them nobody wants them but look, look, lucky for him Cindy was only in a portion of my house which I control Cindy for anyone in, in listening to this right now that's like been debating for months for years I'm gonna tackle this I need to like oh like people that have those garages where you walk in and they're like this is like a messy storage room that they're not maximizing their space like what's the first step they need to take to be like you know what I'm getting this done. I'm doing it. No, don't start with the garage. (laughs) (laughs) If you've never done it, don't start with the garage because you're going to get overwhelmed. You don't understand how many houses I go in where everything is like the closet is all thrown in the the floor of the bedroom. They're like, I started, but I didn't know what to do. Like, don't start crazy because if you're not, I don't want to say experienced, but if you're not used to doing those decluttering, you know, purging, cleaning, you can't start big. It's like you need to feel good about yourself and you need to start really small, like as small as the drawer, like go to your junk drawer. That takes just a few minutes and it's immediate gratification. So when you see that, oh, I accomplished that, you can get bigger and bigger and bigger and then go, you know, go space by space and don't start one and not finish and then go to the other one because you'll never finish. Then you're just in another black hole. Just go do step by step like if you're gonna do your closet just do your closet and then think oh I have dresses in my son's closet that I should break don't touch that yet just get into that closet and should one do spaces that you tend to use the most or maybe start with the ones that you don't really you know like the back office or like you said like the how do you prioritize which space you should do first like well see how much time you have I mean we're talking about maybe working mothers don't have that time because they're working and the rest of the time they're with their kids. Maybe take a weekend, you know, say, uh, make a plan with your husband. Say, okay, you know what? Let's have a date. You have a date with our kid and let me tackle this space. And you have three hours, then go for a bigger space because you have the time. The last thing you want to do is start not being able to finish. So they do like a back office and do like a linen closet and do like a bath, a full bathroom and then grow into that. You'll see because I think... What we as humans need is gratification, is feel good about ourselves, because that's basically what organization is. It's feeling good about yourself, feeling good about where you are. It just gives you air to breathe. So if you can get those moments, you'll want to do more and more and more. It's just creating a system that you'll keep going. Las acciones dicen más que las palabras. Abre el Pro Access Tailgate disponible de la nueva Ford F-150. Sí. Una puerta oscilatoria de fácil acceso para convertir su cama en tu nuevo taller. Conecta tus herramientas al Pro Power Onboard disponible. Ya sea que necesites soldar, 
o cortar madera. Con la F-150 puedes. Fuerza así de inteligente, solo puede ser F-150. Construida con orgullo Ford. Pro Access Tailgate disponible en la primavera de 2024. Aloha mamá, sorry por responder hasta ahora. Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk. Hawái es increíble. Luego te cuento más. Te quiero. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. When something happens to your car, you might say... But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. There's two things I, I wanted to add. One is that I, I do feel that when you know that your spaces are organized, I feel like mentally I'm able to... I had it, it was it's almost like it deletes stuff taking up space in my brain and I can tackle bigger things in my life that have nothing to do with my home and my organization like I have mental clarity when I know that the spaces in my house are organized the second thing I was going to say is that one part is like organizing per se and decluttering but another part is like the system and like the logic that you have behind where you put things because that was one of the things that I learned like from the experience of having her in my house was like, she's like, okay, well, we should probably put that like in my kitchen. She basically like moved things around and was like, instead of this being my pantry, she's like, let's make a drawer for this and a drawer for that. Like there was like a logic behind it based on how you utilize the space. And that I don't think is a skill that everybody has. I also think is we have to be honest with yourself, right? And say, okay, these are my weaknesses and this is my, my strength. Like, and also what's a priority for you? Like, I know for me, I need to have an organized space. I need to walk into somewhere and feel like everything's where it's supposed to be. I want it to smell really nice. I want it to look really nice. And I want to feel like I'm maximizing my spaces, right? Like, okay, my home is not that big, but I know that this room is being used at the utmost potential and I'm trying to like high everything. I also knew that I wanted a home where like it didn't seem like there was a child with a messy, you know what I mean? Like a typical like toddler home or baby house. And I think I, I handled it for the most part, but it made a huge difference emotionally. Like Karen said, and for the health of my mental, you know, well-being, when I moved into the house, I'm like, I want it to be everything unpacked, everything unboxed, everything where it's supposed to be. And in a system that I can maintain long term. And I think that's very key. When you have someone that helps you, when you do it right, where it's just a matter of like maintaining, like this is where the, you know, I was saying this is where the laundry goes. I don't know why I thought of laundry, but I'm saying like this is where your underwear go, this is where your sweaters go, this is where your jeans go, this is where all the stuff is just so easy to either delegate also or just maintain it for yourself. I move my stuff around yeah, all the time. It, it, the system means. That everything must have a home. And that's where I answer your first question. That's when you hire a professional. Because when you figure that you can do it yourself, you don't have the time. And like you said, you wanted to come into a clean and organized house. That's when an expert comes in handy. Because it, I get hired because of my aesthetic image of the work that I do. But then I get rehired and recommended for the systems that I place, which is very different. I always knew that when I started this business, I said, I want aesthetic 
spaces and I want it to look beautiful, but I want something behind because it's it's no use if you buy a box to put a box inside that it, it, it means nothing if there's not a system in place on hand. And that's where I work with Karen. I said, Karen, talk to me. What do you do in your kitchen? How do you work your kitchen? Do you bake a lot? Do you cook a lot? Do you do a lot? Like, what's it that you do? And that's how we, I walked and I settled into her home and I said, okay, this is the way we're going to position. We, we map. I map a kitchen. I speak to the client. I ask them, what's your daily routine? What do you wear every day? And that's how you map. And that's how you visualize the space. Just say, okay, what's my daily routine? And that's how you create spaces. It's like little banks of, of shelves. Okay, this is going to become the everyday. This is going to become the specialty. This has become, and that's how you create systems within a space. It's so crazy because here we are, you know, like I said, a couple years later, and my husband recently got diagnosed with celiac. We had to transition our entire kitchen to gluten-free. And the spaces that you created in the kitchen still make sense. And now I'm like, when I was leaving on this trip to Peru, it was like the first time of me leaving him with his new diagnosis. And I was like, look, this drawer says breakfast. All of the things in this drawer, you can eat. Like here's your gluten-free cereal, gluten-free oatmeal, gluten-free bars, blah, 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 blah. But I, like, I think about, Cindy has no idea how much I think about her every day, <laughs> every day. And by the way, you. I would say this is not a sponsored episode, no, but no. we have both been so changed, <clears throat> right? By this experience of having someone come and organize our spaces that it really, it organizes my life. Like yeah. it gives me like, like you say, it frees up the mental load mm -hmm. and allows you to focus on something. Yes. And also just makes you, I mean, at least for me, it makes me feel good. Yeah. It makes me feel happy when I walk in and, and I see everything in its place and it's like, oh, it's just so like cozy and homey. And it's just like, it's in your mind. I did so much. I think I took longer doing research for my book than actually writing the book because I needed the information to know because if you don't know what you're working at, you you know, you don't know what the basis is. You can't do it better. And, I, and I'm a big advocate of like educating yourself constantly so you can do a better job of what you do. And since I love what I do, I really want to do a good job. And part of the research was, you know, psychologically, why do we feel better in a clean environment? And it's in its mental health. And it, that's why I named my book in Spanish is La Organización es la Clave del Éxito, which it means that you know, being organized is the key to success because it's true. You work better. You feel better. It's about energy. It's about the way you feel more than the way what you see. And that's one of the things that I get from my clients is when they call me after and they're like, okay, I love it. Looks beautiful. Feels incredible. And it's because it's here. And people tend to forget that it's very stressful. Being disorganized is stressful and you don't realize it's like, you know, the bench in the bedroom. Yeah, it's like full a of silent clothes, little monster daily clothes that's like... You throw it haunting you and it haunts you subconsciously because you forget you know when your eyes tend to see the same thing over and over and over again you forget they're there but your subconscious doesn't so that chair full of clothes that people take weeks to pick up um you walk past it and you're like oh, it's not there anymore because i'm so used to seeing it but your mind knows it's there so you're stressed so when you clean it up you're like oh i feel better well that's why it's mental, you know, it's the it's the mental part of it. It's the subconscious getting clean up. It's like when you see something dirty and you clean it up, it makes you feel so good. It's what you said, Pamela. Do you ever have to declutter your home? Like, what is your home like? Is your home perfect? <laughs> so that's 
So that's an issue because I try. That's why I, I researched a lot because I don't have the alternative. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm like, oh, so that's how it feels when something's disorganized because uh, I get, and I do, you know, Casa de Reto Cuchillo de Palo yeah. happens sometimes. But the good thing is because I have systems in place, it's so easy to organize. Like you have no idea. When my kids were little and we used to have play dates, like we used to switch houses with play dates. Um, and it was my turn to come in my house. And I had a pretty good sized playroom with everything like this is within me forever everything was categorized that's why the sea of categorization is so important in my theme because categorization is the system everything was categorized everything was contained so the kids would come every an hour an hour and a half they would mess up the room and i wouldn't let them go if they wouldn't organize with me and it was part of the play date to organize like they didn't realize they they were not Super doing long. a chore they were actually playing they were putting things back where they belong and the moms would always want to do it in my house because they said you're the only house that they actually pick up and they're not bothered about it it's like a school it's creating systems i think this is also is going to save many many marriages because if you establish a system that's friend user friendly that they can maintain i mean when i was married you know guys are guys they're used to like throwing stuff on the floor and I remember like I, for my ex-husband, like I would organize everything. Like this is where you're going to put all the dirty laundry. This is where you're going to do everything. And it was like, if it's easier to maintain, if it's a well-established system and, you know, an organization, it's, it's easy for them to maintain it as well. And it's interesting what you say about categories, because I was actually reading it that reading that the most successful CEOs and executives are very, very good because in their mind, they're very good at categorizing, compartmentalizing. Yes different aspects of their lives so when they're in work they're able to go okay this is my personal stuff that goes in another department i'm focused on work okay i'm working out i'm focusing this is my category of like where i'm going to be healthy like they have the ability of not having different mental loads and different things in their life blend in so much mm. and some people just can't do that so it's it's a reflection of even when you do stuff with material things you know if you find a good category and you you know, places them, I don't know, I'm fascinated by this topic, by the way. I and know, I hope everyone's I know, I motivated. <laughs> so interesting. I'm telling you, it is so interesting because it goes beyond, like I said, the aesthetic and it goes beyond, oh, I'm going to have an organized, pretty home, everything by color. Yeah, yeah, that's the cherry on top. It's more what goes beyond. And I could sit here for hours, I'm telling you, and tell you stories like success stories of my own clients. Like, how their life changes, whether it was diet and we changed their yes. kitchens and their lives changed and they were healthier and they were physically feeling better. Um, closets, you know, where they even even homes and marriages, like you mentioned, you know, that it saves marriages. The husband was actually sleeping in the outside couch because he couldn't be in the bedroom with his wife anymore because there was so much mess. And we did sessions because I don't do that much, but we did sessions for her. Because I knew it was going to be a success story. And fast forward three months, they were both sleeping in the same room and having a better marriage. It helps your life. It just makes it better. There's it's no alternative. You say about the working now, because when I moved in, she asked me, like, you know, what's your lifestyle? And I'm like, listen, my priority is going to be once I have the baby, I want to get back in shape. I want to kind of like start being active. So she plays my workout clothes. I usually used to have it like in the closet or and it was in a, in a in a place where it was so easy for me to have access to it. And it was so organized that I feel like that also motivated me to be like, okay, you see it. yes, you see it. It's there. It's easy. These are my, 
And it looks pretty. Like, this is my sports bras. These are my leggings. These are my, you know, socks. If you can see it, you'll use it. If you want, don't see it. And that's what everything in your house. If you don't see it, you won't use it. So just keep what you like. Listen, when you travel, and maybe you felt this, uh, Karen, in this trip, when you travel, you pick your favorites, you pack them, you take them. Do you miss anything that's home? It's basically that. It's what you So use. I'll just you throw away wow. everything that wasn't in my carry-on. If it doesn't it's fit like, in this big maleta, it's, you don't need it. <laughs> I mean, kind of have it like that. Your maleta becomes your closet. If it doesn't fit in your closet, then most likely you're not going to use it. This was so awesome. Thank you so much, Cindy, for sharing your knowledge and your experience and for being such a fun guest on Motherish. I love it. I love it. Have me anytime. I love talking about this. <laughs> me too. I love so it. <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. Take care. Aloha, mamá. Sorry por responder hasta ahora. Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk. Hawái es increíble. Luego te cuento más. Te quiero. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arupay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com. Este abril te invitamos a nuestra feria virtual Univisión Contigo rumbo a la universidad. Conéctate virtualmente con representantes de colegios y universidades en la costa este. Desde Nueva York a Florida, aprende sobre ayuda financiera, becas y otros recursos para continuar tu educación. Regístrate para asistir y para la oportunidad de ganar una tableta. Te esperamos en Univisión Contigo rumbo a la universidad del 3 al 9 de abril. Regístrate ya en univision.com diagonal universidad. 